On today's episode of Sippin' on a 40, let's talk about those Canucks. Let's play the what if game. In fact, we'll do it twice. Let's do it twice, okay? Let's do one question, one what if question on the Canucks and another on real life because this is Sippin' on a 40. It's an authentic Kyle Bowen production. We got to touch all bases. Now, earlier, yes, earlier on the network, we had Harmon Dial hop on Power of the Towel with Nick Bondi. A good interview. They touched many bases. That's what we do on the network. We, we cover everything, okay? They went through Tinder. Yes, Harmon and Tinder. And if he has an account. And they also talked about Vertanen. They also talked about what? What else did they do? Oh, they talked about Harmon and his math skills and what he did in high school. And they talked about one of the most provoking articles that has come out this year involving the NHL. Written by Harmon. The dude is talented. The dude, the dude is is a bright light in the city of Vancouver. Real talk. Now, in that article, he stated, should I paraphrase here? Let me paraphrase here, okay? Let me have some fun. He stated that Quinn Hughes is 26 times better than Rasmus Dahlin of the Buffalo Sabres. Yes, that generational defenseman drafted in the same draft as Hughes. That 2018 NHL entry draft. What a bold statement. What a bold statement. It's going to be a fun episode. It's January 21st. Yo, it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut the music. It's January 21st. That That's telling me right here that I've been sober. Because I'm doing that, that sober January thing for 21 days. No marijuana for 21 days. Give me a round of applause. Man, oh man. Can't wait till February 1st, though. Real talk, real talk. Let's do it. Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, 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 yo. What is up? My name Kyle Bowen. Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Do yourself a favor if you're a hockey fan. Go search up Nux Misconduct wherever you listen to podcasts. Give it a swipe. Give it a tap. Boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. Now, your Canucks, yes, your Canucks, they don't play for a while. It's the all-star break. Wait, hold up. I'll say that again. Your first place Canucks are not playing for a while. Yo, I've seen some backlash about the Canucks being in first place, and I get it. Average division. The standings are kind of skewed. I mean, there's, what, six points, six teams separated by one point. The Canucks are ninth place right now. If they lost that game on Saturday, they would have been 19th in the NHL. It's it's ridiculous, okay? I know it's ridiculous, but, but get this, Vancouver. It's been so bad for years. Just appreciate the fact that you are cheering for a team that has a strong chance to be a strong bubble team. Yes, April hockey is coming and you'll be watching and you'll be you'll be stuck to everything Canucks. And that's what this fucking city deserves. Real talk. Real talk. I- I'm done with lottery simulators. We're done with it. The city just wants good hockey games involving a good hockey team. Now the Canucks, they have they have a few good hockey players. You could argue that they have a couple great hockey players. One by the name of Quinn Hughes, the best Canucks defenseman of all time. 
Now, earlier this week, I think it was actually written when? Yesterday? Or was it on Monday? Yesterday was Monday. What am I saying? It's been an insane month, okay? I'm all over the place. Anyways, Quinn Hughes was a talking point throughout the NHL thanks to Harmon Dial of The Athletic. Now, he wrote an article. Man, this is, this is a crazy title, okay? He starts it off with so far. That's when you know this kid is bold. Kid is just bold. The article titled, So Far, Quinn Hughes is the best player from the 2018 NHL Draft. Here's why. Now, if you are a VIP member of The Athletic, you could read the whole thing, but I'm going to leak some of this to the masses. Come at me. Will I get in trouble for this? For leaking some of The Athletic article that people have to pay for to the people? I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. Real talk. Get this, get this, okay? So, I don't, I don't understand fancy stats that well. I really don't. But this chart, I kind of get. And it, and it is kind of eye-opening. Let's be real, okay? Harmon, this chart, remarkable. Quinn Hughes versus Rossmus Dahlin. Career numbers based on these stats, okay? Average time of ice. Hughes, 21-16. Dahlin, 20-27. Now, here's the big one. Time on ice percentage against elite competition. Quinn Hughes, 33.4%. Dahlin, 23.5%. Let's look at the points per game. Quinn Hughes, 0.70. Dahlin, 0.59. How about this one? Shot share. Do I know what this is? No, but you may. And this show is about you. Shot share percentage. Okay, Hughes, 53.7%. Dolan 50.7. Quinn Hughes, you you a real motherfucker, real talk, man. Next, scoring chance share. Sorry, that was hard for me to say. Scoring chance share. What is this? SCF? Anyways, Quinn Hughes, 51.7. Rosmus Dolan, 49.6. Rosmus Dolan, you suck. You suck, okay? Last one. Expected gold share. Whoa, this looks kind of cool. XGF percentage? Bam. That's kind of sexy. Quinn Hughes, 53.8. Rasmus Dahlin, 49.2. And that says it right there, I think. I don't understand the last three stats that we went over. I could barely say it. But it's showing me that Quinn Hughes is way, way better than Rasmus Dahlin. I mean, who am I supposed to trust here? The angry fans or or boy genius from my city. And I got to give it out to my city anytime I can. Real talk. Am I biased towards the people in my city? Yes, of course. This is my community. I trust Harmon. Quinn Hughes, a great defenseman. And all jokes aside, we all know that Ross Mazdalin is generational. In my opinion, he is. The dude's incredible. Last year... He was what, the first 18-year-old to get over 40 points as a defenseman since since Bobby Orr? Put the music down. Rasmus Dahlin, I'll say that again, was the first 18-year-old as a defenseman to put up 40 points since Bobby Orr. So yeah, the kid's, the kid's all right. But is he as good as Quinn Hughes? Not this year. Quinn Hughes has just surpassed 
many, yes, many expectations. Look, people knew he was good, but he has been incredible. Incredible. And when you play for the Vancouver Canucks, a team that has never, yes, never had a defenseman like Quinn Hughes, we, yes, we, the people in this beautiful city, we are going to appreciate it and we're going to have our guys back. Now, I did see a comment to to this tweet or this, to this article that Harmon put out and it, and it said something about how, how we shouldn't be comparing players. Why do we always do this? Why don't we just let these two be great without this comparison? Yo, what's wrong with people these days? People are so nice, way too nice. It's sports. Let people debate. Why are you getting mad over the fact that someone working in the the career of journalism, the field of journalism, sorry, covering a sports team is comparing players? It's his fucking job. And it's just sports. Let us compare. I don't I don't get society these days sometimes. Real talk. Real talk. This guy probably doesn't want any award shows. This guy probably loves participation ribbons it's sports who gives a fuck let's compare do we have any more stats and charts that i would understand i think i did see one that was kind of cool on this article once again it's on the athletic arm dial oh this one right here okay hughes versus dolan game score value above replacement now again (laughs) now again Do, do i really get this kind of but not not completely okay Anyways, this season, Quinn Hughes, 1.51 wins, and Dahlin, 0.31 wins, okay? So Hughes has been worth 1.51 wins through 48 games this season, the type of impact you'd expect from a number one defenseman and one that crushes Dahlin's impact this season. Boom, bam. That was all written by Harmon, okay? All written by the dude. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Quinn Hughes is worth 1.51 wins this season. What does that even mean? It means that he's way better than Rasmus Dahlin this season. And last time I checked, and we'll go back. We'll go back to that dude who's trying to sell us cocaine in Colombia last summer. The moment is the moment. That's what he told us. All right, now, did I buy any cocaine? No, that's not my type. That's not my type of substance. In fact, I don't have many substances. It's it's marijuana and some and some tequila sometimes, okay? And once again, I've I haven't I haven't had anything like that in 21 days. Yo, give me give me another applause. Man, oh man. Okay, okay, enough about me. Let's carry on with the damn game, okay? The what if game. That's why we are here. It's quite simple, Canuck fans, and this question may stress you out. It may make you sad. What if Quinn Hughes never became a Canuck at the 2018 NHL entry draft? Because from my recollection, it was a strong possibility that this was not going to happen. Remember, at number five, Barrett Hayden went to Arizona and that shook everything up. Zadina was still on the board, a guy who was what, projected top three for most of the year? There was that mix of other players that included Hughes, but also included Wallstrom, Dobson, Evan Bouchard, Boquist. There was a strong chance that this was not going to happen. 
Now, let's say the Canucks pick Zadina. Do we ask the question a couple of years later? If Brock Besser is on the block, is this team trading for JT Miller? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think so. Think about how impactful Quinn Hughes was. And I know Quinn Hughes barely played last year. But in that small sample size, if you watched the game of hockey and understood where the game was going, you could see that the Canucks had something special. Imagine if this team drafted Bouchard, how mad people would be. Imagine if Dobson or Wallstrom became Vancouver Canucks. Those two combined for the Islanders have played 30 games. They have four points. Four points. Now, they're not bust, but they also don't have 37 points in 53 career games, and that's what Quinn Hughes has. You look towards the top of that list, the top of that draft. Let's talk about number four and three, Kachuk. How do you say this guy's name? Kokniniemi from Montreal? I mean, you could argue that there would be a possibility before the draft that those guys would somehow get to the Canucks somehow, some way. They could have been Canucks. But no, Quinn Hughes became that guy. How different do you feel about this team? Now, obviously, the easy, the easy answer, and this is a pretty easy question, you'd be devastated. You would. You'd be angry. You'd be irate. Think about everything that happens to this organization, especially around draft time, especially with this team losing lottery after lottery and dropping spots. But in this case, it kind of worked out. In fact, you could say this, and this is this is obvious when you talk about the 2017 draft. The Canucks got the best player. They really did. Elias Pettersson is the best player in that draft. And when we look at that draft 20 years from now, he will still be the best player. Fast forward a year, a year later at the 2018 draft. Ask yourself this question. I mean, Harmon is saying it. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Quinn Hughes may be the best player in that draft. So in back-to-back years, Jim Benning, and I can't believe I'm saying his name with that much emphasis and that much positivity and that much optimism. Shit happens, people change. But Jim Benning and his management group went back-to-back towards five and seven at the draft and got the best players. I think that's the first time I ever used the applause button for Jim Benning. Real talk. Am I switching sides? No. But you got to state. State the obvious. You got to applause what we've seen. And if Harmon is saying it, the dude has five brains in his head. I got to agree with it. I really do. I don't think Rossmus Dahlin is going to be the, is going to be this guy for the rest of his career, this this 2019-2020 Rossmus Dahlin. No, I think he's way better than this. And for whatever reason, he's had a down year. The kid is sick. He's unbelievable. He's generational. He really is. Is Quinn Hughes generational? How good is this kid? Man, oh man, Canuck fans, what if Quinn Hughes never became a Canuck? It was possible. All right, let's cut, let's cut to a break. Let's run an ad. We're trying to get paid here on the Nux Misconduct Network. On the other side, we'll run a bit 
of the uh, of the Bondi interview with Harmon. Because that's what we got to do. We got we to gotta promo Bonnie. He's doing a lot of great work on our network. And then we'll play the what if game again with some real life shit. You're listening to Sipping on a 40. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You are back on Sipping on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Go follow me, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W. On Twitter and Instagram, trust me, once you do, you'll be so much happier with life. You get to read my tweets. You get to see my handsome, sexy face, a face that has been going to the gym for quite some time now. It's been, what, two and a half weeks? Feeling sexy as fuck. Shit's good. 2020. Shout out to 2020. Hey, you have, what, 10 more days left in the month? I've said this a couple times on many programs. If you if you have a good January, you're going to have a good year. Real talk. This is the month to start not only the year, but the decade off in style. Momentum, a hell of a thing. And it is self-created, okay? Momentum doesn't just fall out of the sky. And it isn't gifted to you. You got to create that shit yourself. And if you do it in January, imagine the rest of the year. And again, in this case, the rest of the decade. Shout out to 2020. Hey, also, shout out to shout out to Bondi and Trevor Beggs. The homie's doing great work for the network. Bondi doing better and better every week. Trevor, who is back from Australia. I'll say this too. I miss the dude. I missed him a lot. Beggs, he's a funny dude. He's a good dude. He's good people. He's good energy. One of the nicest people in the world has taught me a lot. And he was down under for quite some time. But he's back. And that means Silky and Filthy is in production tomorrow. I cannot wait. We got big things headed for the program. Cameras. Again, we looking sexy. We might as well show the people, the, the world, the hockey world, how we look like. Real talk. You got to add faces to the voice. Now, speaking of voices, Harmon and Bondi, they had a conversation on Power of the Towel. We went over some of Harmon's work on The Athletic. He, he is a fancy, a fancy dude. Yes. Maybe we have to stop calling him boy genius. Let's just call him Fancy Man. He's got the charts on deck. He's a wizard. And Bondi asked him a damn good question, okay? A damn good question that I'm going to react to. Hey, maybe, maybe I have to start paying more attention to the charts, to the stats, to the heat maps. I can't be an old head, okay? This is like when one of those old heads in the world of hip-hop stopped listening to new music because... They're so stuck on what they've listened to throughout their whole life that they think everything else sucks. That, that's, that's somewhat like, like my mindset when it comes to fancy stats and sports. I'm an eye test dude. I've been an eye test dude. I don't want to go into the stats. Maybe I should though. Because these things make me feel like an idiot. I'm all over the place. Let's just run the damn interview, okay? I'm a big basketball fan. And there's a sense like around basketball that analytics have pretty much like figured out basketball, right? Like over the yeah. past few years, like it's the the strat, like it feels like it basketball's been perfected and figured out. Like I honestly think they should move back the three point line like a couple of feet. And I remember like going on Twitter uh, recently and seeing like one of those heat maps. I'm, well, what am, I, what am I trying to explain? Heat, you know exactly what like a fucking heat map is. Like you're the boy genius, but there's like a heat map and it's just threes and layups. That's literally like the most the two most popular shots in the NBA. Like yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we're talking about the same one, but 
what and how long do you until you think you know hockey and the NHL reaches a similar point where you know analytics have helped you know figure out the game if that's even possible? I don't think it's quite possible in hockey because in basketball you have defined very defined possessions. Yeah. And hockey is a lot more of a of a scrambly game. I think one area where you'll see, and you've all, and we've already seen it uh, to some extent, um, is special teams. That's where I think it there's a little bit more of a structure where teams have uh, a power play and uh, and PK formations. And, and one thing that you're seeing now is the idea of like a power kill, penalty kills that are purposely really aggressive. And you have teams like Carolina and Columbus that are that are Starting to implement that into their PK strategy and mm-hmm. and power play, for instance, I think one trend that you'll see and, and it began to some to some extent in the KHL is is having man advantages run from behind the net. Okay, okay, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna pull the plug. Initially, I had something to go against this whole fancy stat thing, and it had to do with the the answer that Harmon had. For Bondi's question. And basically these two just love fantasy stats. Which I get. I understand. It's part of the game now. It's part of the new world. If you still refer to fantasy stats as a, as a new thing. I guess I do because again. I'm a noob when it comes to these things. In fact I'm going to say this. I'm acting like an idiot. Real talk. Before we cut to the interview. I talked about the whole, the whole old head thing. When it comes to hip hop. And how, how some old heads out there. They, they don't even want to come close to the new shit. And that's a dangerous thing. That really is. I don't want to be that with the world of sport. I don't. I have to finish this book. I have to read StatShot. Then I have to have Harmon on. And we just have to talk about this shit, okay? We really do. I need to understand these things. And look, I still believe the eye test is what is what solely matters. It really does. It really does. But I can't be all gung-ho about this obsession that people have with analytics. Okay, I, I really can't. I had a couple notes here. It was about the Baltimore Ravens, the Houston Rockets, and how good these teams are when it comes to the charts, the heat maps. But real talk, it, it, I don't know if it, I don't know if it justifies my opinions. I really don't. I need to learn more about these stats. Real talk. Shout out to Harmon. Shout out to Bondi. If you want to catch that whole interview, it's somewhere on the network. Because that's what we do on this network. You give it a swipe. You give it a tap. You get all these shows. That's what we do for you, baby. We also have some fun. Let's let's have some fun, okay? It's what if week. There's no games on. We just asked the hockey question, the Canuck question. What if the Canucks didn't draft Quinn Hughes? Now let's have some fun. I went on Google, I searched up what if questions, it took me to a website called icebreakerideas.com. I went over to, I went over to the section of funny what if questions, and then I put all of those into a random thing picker, okay? So let's turn down this Colt got bounce. We have some fun on this program, you know what we do. All right, all right, you know what we do. We play that Nelly Furtado in the background. Can we get that playing? Okay, okay, baby. All right, baby. We having some fun. So once again, I put a list of these questions on the random thing picker that you find off of Google. And now I'm about to pick one, okay? Let's see what we get. What if you were a monster? What monster 
would you choose to be? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Monster? What type of fucking question is this? Does a pocket monster count? I would be a Charmander. No, I would be a Ditto. Yes, I would be a Ditto. That thing that transforms into anything. Imagine that. I would transform into everything, okay? I transform into you. I transform into my dog. I transform into a microwave. Why not? I'd have some fun. Ditto, if used right, would be the most powerful Pokemon ever. In fact, it makes no sense how that thing, that pocket monster, didn't have more of a shelf life and didn't play a bigger role in the TV series. Real talk. That thing could transform into anything. Ridiculous. I also, stepping away from Pokemon, I would also be, was it Sully from Monsters, Inc.? That dude was hilarious. He was a monster. Nice dude. The thing about me, ladies, listen to this. I'm not a bad dude. I don't got a bad bone in my body. Am I a jackass? Sometimes. Am I a dick? Sometimes. But a monster? No. No, baby. No, ladies. That's not me. I, I would be Sully as well. How many monsters do I know? Any more monsters? Real talk. Monsters, yo. I never believed in monsters. Shit. I don't got another. It, it would have to go to Pokemon again. And I guess a Charmander, that was everyone's favorite Pokemon at one point. Not Pikachu. Definitely not Pikachu. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. He got way too much of the limelight. Yo, Ditto should have had more of a limelight than P Pikachu. Real talk. Real talk. Okay, that's all I have, I guess. What a... Should we do another question for the listeners? Okay, let's do one more, okay? Let's have, let's do one more. I don't have an expertise in the world of monsters, okay? Next question. If you were allowed to eat only one food for the rest of your life, what food would you choose and why? Hmm. It would have to be chicken curry. Yeah, I could eat chicken curry every day for the rest of my life. I am so biased when it comes to Indian food or Findian food. A mix of Fijian culture and Indian culture. Yeah, I, I'm a sucker for that shit. Give me chicken curry every day of the week and I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yo, ladies, I'll do I'll do you a favor, okay? I'm, I'm going to start learning how to cook this shit for my pops because the dude cooks a mad chicken curry and I'm going to cook it for you. Hey, 2020, the year for love. Hey, sipping on a 40, a show about hockey, about life. Soon, a show about analytics. Once again, shout out to Bondi and Harmon. For doing the work. Go catch that whole interview on Power of the Towel. It's a good one. It really is. We got Silky and Filthy coming up this week again. Trevor is back. It's a beautiful thing. The Quickie is coming back soon. We got some changes to that program. Oh, man. It's a good time. Once again, go find the damn network. Give it a swipe. Give it a tap. Boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. My name is Kyle Bowen. This was Sipping on a 40. What if Quinn Hughes never became a Canuck? Get at me at Sippin' on a 40. Get at me at Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we, at the Nux Misconduct Network, we fucking appreciate it. Peace.